0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley. And today I'm joined with Kyle from KG Theatres. It was, um, it was Christmas time. We got given free tickets to a yes. pantomime um, by our friend Sarah. Sarah left, which has it going. Thank you for the t- the tickets. And it was at Sundawn, Um Sports Centre. Yep. And me and, and, my, and Kaz, my wife, and Timmy went and we had the best night. We Really enjoyed it, and I made a point to, to, to reach out to Kyle, who was like the, the main actor, the beast of Beauty and the Beast. And just, um, oh, your phone's falling. That's it. We're on live on uh, Instagram start. as well, um, while we're doing this. Um, I've, I feel like I've got a little stand for that somewhere, I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, we're live on Instagram. How's it going, guys? Um, while we're doing this, um, and I want to reach out because this year we wanted to concentrate on sort of community projects and things that what like what KG Theatre are doing. So, thank you for joining the show.
1: No, you're welcome. Yeah,
0: absolute pleasure to be here. Yeah. Love it. Let's
1: get a bit of background about you though.
0: Um, Where are you from originally? Are you from Shrewsbury? Uh,
1: No, uh, actually just outside Birmingham originally. Uh, Nice place called Dudley. Yeah. Dudley, love it. Um, But yeah, I moved over to Shrewsbury probably about seven months ago now. Really That's yeah, soon not long,
0: yeah that's insane brilliant though yeah I love
1: um that. moved in with our friend Nat and uh, yeah she was she was great helped me set up KG theatre um and then as soon as I set it up I was like right we're doing a panto what?
0: so that's that's really interesting yeah. actually because um I speak to a lot of people that like sort of move away from Shrewsbury and come back people that've been here for years can't can't seem to Find not the strength to move out, because Shrewsbury's amazing. There's a lot of people that just want to stay, but you're you're, you're brand new, baby. Yeah. you just come here. Straight in, yeah. Yeah. What made you want to come to Shrewsbury? Um, friends,
1: family, or, or...? I I was working with Kickstars, uh, and I was living in Shifnal before I moved up here. Um, and I just thought, most of my time's in Shrewsbury, so I might as well get
0: myself over there.
1: Mm. And uh, here I am. Here you are. Yeah, right No
0: regrets. No regrets. It's a great oh, yeah. little town, though, isn't it? Yeah. When it comes to creatives, um, uh, you know, we speak to a lot of people on the show. The show's been going for a few years and we haven't run out of like talent yet to speak to. It's like no. a bottomless pit of it just is. amazing talent. It really talent. is. And I'm, I'm
1: finding new talent all the time. Yeah. Whether, whether it's the kids I coach football to
0: or people I mentor in the theatre world, you know, it's, just, it's incredible. Really is. Well, shout out to the guys from Shoes. What's, what's your background then? Are we are we talking theatre or I mean? What? So yeah, on a theatre basis, I've I've performed
1: now for about seven years. Um, I started quite late. In all fairness, uh, I was twenty. No, I wasn't. I was nineteen when I started. Uh, and yeah, I just
0: I found a love for it. Where did you um, start then? What was your was the, sort of the first roles you started getting? Where you like? Oh, it I'm... was
1: actually panto. Really? When I first got my first uh, acting job. Um, and I started just a little amateur dramatics company Um, I was doing little bits before then like doing like little plays by like Ray Cooney and things like that and like proper old school plays and then I branched out and found a real love for it when I did my first panto which was Cinderella Um, and that was with Debonair Dance Academy shout out to them in Cradley Heath so back where I'm from um hey guys how's it going <laughs> if you're listening to a huge yeah, basket biscuit yeah. like that, <laughs> that's it um but yeah yeah it was what brilliant. kind of what
0: kind of role do you get as a first role though uh, what, i mean what would you have preferred would you have preferred the big beastie role um of i've been out there throwing yourself in, you know leap I, of faith? At, I
1: actually did i threw myself straight into the deep end and i really prince charming
0: the first first ever show yeah Threw myself straight in this, this. Well, I mean, look at you. You are actually Prince Charming. Oh, well, I mean, come I on, look at that. that. <laughs> if they were to cast me, I mean, I'd make a good like Bill Sykes or something yeah, yeah. like that. You know, not like a. In fact, I think that would add to the the appeal if you had a guy like a bigger set of guy with me, with a gruff beard, up Absolutely. for your Instagram post. Like, if you had someone like me as Prince Charming, that would just be the joke. That'd be hilarious. You know, what hello about. guys. You know.
1: <laughs> Hundred we'll, percent. We'll work on it. We'll work on it.
0: <laughs> Panto, though. You know, try um, and or you, you, oh, no Cinderella. Okay. Uh, what kind of work goes into your first time doing this? Uh, remembering your lines. Remember the choreography. How long does that all take? I think that's that's genuinely the main the main worry is when people do it for the first
1: time. You look at it and you go, Am I going to remember my lines? Am I going to get out there? And am I going to freeze? And, and you just don't, you, you know, you've got such a support network around you. And this is what I carried over into KG Theatre and I made sure I did because for us to pull a panto out of the bag in the four months that we did it mm. and for it to be the end product that it was, I think is a massive achievement for anyone involved in it. And mm. I made sure I carried that over from past experience because I just think it's so important to make everybody feel comfortable so they can go home and they actually want to do bits at home. So, yeah, we do the classes, but it's all about you as an individual, really, and how what you want to it. get out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it it's re- it is incredible how much work goes into it because you don't you don't realise like even as an actor you don't realise all the mm. behind the scenes stuff. And it wasn't until I opened KG Theatre that I got a full taste of it really. And I was just a bit like,
0: whoa. Yeah. I was going to say, so going from like actor as part of a theater company to running a theater mm-hmm. company, is it just you as a group of you guys was like a committee? At the moment it's just me. Wow. So yeah. For a guy that's been in Shrewsbury seven months and, you know, obviously only been planning this, but, mm-hmm. you know, even that time as a maximum, you did a really good job <laughs> of making sure everybody knew their lines, yeah. knew where they were going to be. And,
1: yeah, I mean, the, the lines is just a small part of, of any performance, you know. It, you can improvise with Panto. Like, if you forget a line, you can ad-lib. You never do the same show twice, yeah. <laughs> regardless. If, it, if it's a musical or a, an actual like, old-school play that people know well, or, you know, you have to be a bit more strict with yourself on your lines and things like that. But with Panto, you take a little bit of a step back and you're like, okay, I can throw that little joke in there. a bit more relaxed, but, yeah. Yeah, and you, you get your cast coming in and you're like, you know, can we put this line in? I think that'll be funny. And I'm like, absolutely. It helps when you can just
0: like launch sweets at the kids and like yeah. spray them with water because, ah, I've got my lines, yeah. uh, you yeah. know. <laughs> 100%, 100%. <laughs> we got drenched, by the way. Nice. <laughs> absolutely drenched. Which, is, <laughs> which uh... one was it? I'll tell him. Um, it was, it was um, Beauty and the Beast, but we were, um... who was it that shot us with a gun? Was it Dopey Daisy. I can't remember, it was Always both of them. Name. I think they were both, both. by the way, they were, they, were, they were both brilliant. The younger one, she was fantastic. By the way, there you uh, go, Amelia. Shout out to she you, she was brilliant. We, we, we even said we were like, Oh, was the best? Obviously, there's um, the lady, the girl that played Belle, she had an amazing yeah. voice, yeah. amazing voice. Um, and then uh, the, the lady that played um, the younger, um. I got her name, is it Daisy? Dopey Daisy, Daisy. yeah. Daisy, yeah, she was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. Good. Well, I mean, the all were, the all were. Yeah, I'm
1: um, so proud of everybody, you know, and for a lot of them it was their first time ever doing a theatre performance. So for that, again, to do it in such a short space of time and how much they had to remember and know, it was it was amazing. It mm. really, really was, and I'm so proud of it.
0: it Hits me just just talking about it really. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's your baby, man. It's it what is, you created. It you know? is, yeah. And you know, you when you, I guess, when you're making something like this, you're wearing your heart very much on your mm. sleeve because the posters have gone out, people have bought the tickets, yeah. it's out there. You're making mm. this thing, and you know, people have been learning the classes. There's so much weight yeah. on your shoulders. Mm. So the first night something like this goes out, what's going through your head? I mean, you've got to act as well as direct, as well as yeah. make sure it's all running.
1: The I think the lead up is scarier than the going out there on the first night. Obviously the the first night as your first ever performance under your own theatre company is very scary. Don't get me wrong. It is. Um, But I think you're just like, right, the hard work now is done. It's down to you guys to go out there
0: and put on a show. And and everyone absolutely smashed it, didn't they? They did. I was like, it was fun. And this is what I got out of it. I mean, okay, you've got, Right, let's, let's not beat you around the bush. You've got your huge production value things mm-hmm. like Aladdin that was going on in Telford. Aladdin that was in Telford. And then there was the other one, Peter Pan, that was yeah. in Shrewsbury. These are huge production things. They've got the money to build the huge sets and hire out the theatres and bring in the professionals to mm-hmm. train you guys, what you guys did was with a shoestring budget. Um, it really brought like a community to get community together, which, which, which is what attracted me to you guys. Cause we went to watch Aladdin, which was fantastic. And we came to see you as well. Um, but like, there was just a real special feel what you guys do to the community. I think, I don't think, I mean, did you get an inkling of what you were doing for the the people around you? Um, the family honest,
1: I think it's hit me more now Yeah, as where I've actually took a step back from all the drama and the, the paraphernalia of just everything going on and I'm just like okay I can sit back and actually look at what I've achieved and not only me as a as a as a whole team the cast the backstage crew me as a director you know everyone coming together
0: what they achieved over that short space of time was really incredible how did you knew how did you how did you how did you, you knew? How did you know how did you know who to bring together for this? Did you, had you already been speaking to I had to no be- idea. Yeah.
1: I can hold my hands up and say I did not have a
0: clue. So the production team would just you just put flyers out yeah. and people came to you? Well, it was sort of actually
1: Nat again, um, who I mentioned before. Uh, she did sound and lighting for us. Um, she actually owns Well done Nat. Hold well on. Oh uh, yeah, massive yeah, shout out it. to Nat. Um, <laughs> she actually owns the Games Hall okay um cool. and she does all the sound and lighting for like a dance studio so she helped with the choreography side of things as well um but everything else was just literally down to me and the cast it was literally picking bits and bobs and the backstage crew they've they've never done backstage in a theater before so you know you, know, you had literally a load of rookies put on a show like a bunch of professionals would mm. so it's really
0: its amazing so proud of everyone yeah they did a great job he did a great job um is there any, were there any moments uh, during like how many nights did you guys play? But you... we just did the two nights. Two nights. Last year, yeah. So um, yeah. Were, were we'll any wish. of the nights absolutely pandemonium? Did anything go wrong? Like, I mean, it didn't seem like it to be. I think the light fell over once. I think that was about it on ours. But there was nothing like serious that went wrong. was it. <laughs> Funny story. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, something went drastically wrong. Really? Yes. Um, Is it one of those where everyone it was... watching it knows exactly what I'm about to say? <laughs> um, so. The moment before the doors opened on the first night, the set broke. Really? It literally collapsed and smashed to bits. (laughs) And I was like, I literally could have cried. The doors had literally just opened and guests were coming in. The set had just gone bang. And I was like, oh my word. What What happened? Did
0: you have to fix it?
1: Didn't have time. So we literally went out there with... Everyone's hard work on the floor in the next room. (laughs) No, but yeah, we we couldn't get it fixed in time, and you know we've got much more time this year to get it done properly. You know we we did it all on such a budget, and we did it in such a short space of time that it was incredible to put the
0: show on in general, rather than. But this is the point I get. This is the point I'm making about the whole Aladdin, Peter Pan, Mm -hmm. and you guys where you guys sit as a, some sort of, if you're sitting around a round table, you'd all be an equal sort of, because yeah. you can see from the set, you don't have that budget, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because the 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 atmosphere on stage and what you guys are putting out is fun. I mean, the families yeah. were all enjoying, the kids were clapping. It was just fun. And yeah. th- that it doesn't matter. I, I feel like you proved actually that mm-hmm. you can create a good aesthetic without a huge set. Yeah. You know, yeah, is exactly, that what you felt?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent like I, I keep referring to the cast and you know, I could not have done it without without anyone involved, you know. Mm. It it's not just down to me. Yeah, okay, I directed it and I wrote it and I was in it, yeah. There was a lot of hard work, but everyone else just
0: It's it's it, it's
1: incredible people, it, they really are.
0: Really humbling when when you've got people around you that you can sort of trust that will get on with let's just get on. That's a that's a really harsh word of saying it, but just really get their heads down and make Mm. sure that this things work these things work you know um last year we did a thing called pod aid which was a huge huge effort or a team that spanned across the world Mm. um it was a 24 hour live uh, podcast podcast, Mm. and um yeah i mean (laughs) i conceived the idea i went and got the sponsorship and i had this team of people working Mm. around with me but when there were there were problems everybody was like al and I'm like, what? Like, you know, it's just nuts when everybody's looking at you, and you've got to solve these issues. It's yeah, exactly. Daunting, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. And everyone comes to you because it's your thing. Mm. But I'm like, we can do this as a team, and yeah. that, and that's what it isn't. It, it is like you say about bringing that community together, mm-hmm. and everyone just gelling. Like we were staying up in the studio until gone ten o'clock at night, just painting the set and getting people in on their days off from their full-time jobs just coming in painting the set and every all those little details is what makes the show what it is and the show for everyone watching is a show for everyone involved it's completely different it's it's feeling it and getting that warm feeling inside where you go out and you're like we achieve this together
0: when you say a joke and they laugh yeah and you wrote that yeah you know it's a, it's a bit like um, when you do a best man speech. I'm, I'm handing my camera to my wife, who's mm-hmm. going to be our unofficial or official photographer. Um, but yeah, when, you, when, you, when they reciprocate, that instant reciprocation from mm-hmm. something you've written or what you performed. When it comes to your acting talent as well, mm-hmm. did they have a lot of input with the script? And, oh, this doesn't sound right. Can I say this instead? Uh, or, um, it's gone again. Yeah, sorry. The, no, the,
1: the script, to be fair, was, was already written pretty much. Um, there was bits and bobs where we tweaked it and people come to me and was like, oh, that's a bit backwards or, you know, the stage direction on that is is off the wrong side and and it's just something that literally just slips your mind but everyone coming as an input and saying, oh, can we put this in? Can we put this in? Or this means something to my family. Can we put this in? Because my family are going to come and watch my first ever performance and I'm like, absolutely. If it works, then by all means, get on it. Yeah, because we had we had Gustavo who played our villain yes um, she actually wrote a little bit of hers herself because I hadn't put it in Because and I've
0: worked for her at the prison before as well she's a fantastic actress Yeah. Um, uh, for those who don't know on the biscuit if you don't know then you don't listen to the show but I do do um, Im- um, immersive acting at the prison nice And um, yeah, we've done we've done bits together where we've just spent the whole day in character and it's exhausting. (laughs) It
1: It really is. And people don't realise how much hard work goes on behind the scenes to put on a show. That's an hour and a half, two hours long. Mm. And you're like, oh, my gosh, we have to learn that that many lines and that much choreography stage direction, you know, and
0: that that's just on stage. So how much time did you have from the idea, the, the, like, I've got this idea, I want to do this, to the opening night, how much time went? Four months. Four months. Four months and two weeks, so four and a half months. And from that moment, um, I guess, how long did you have to spend on choreography and acting? And and, and, and and The
1: choreography I was quite lucky with, to be fair, because I was like, nah, that's your department, thanks for that. <laughs> and yeah, I tweaked it a little bit and I was like, yeah, I want to change this, I want to change this. we we were up till three o'clock and nights choreographing something that didn't even get put in the show. And it was just like, things work, things don't. And you're like, okay, we'll go with it. the flow. We go can put it in next year or, you know, we'll change it, or save it. Cause it's a great piece, but we just didn't put it in. And it's, it's, it's that stuff. What's like, ah, uh, I wish I'd have got it right first time, but you're not gonna, you're not going to get it right first time. Mm. And it's, it's just having that strong mentality. You've got to just keep going, keep going, and just say to yourself, "It will be all right. It will be all right on the night." And people say it, and it actually is. It is genuinely all right on the night. And you you go out there and you smash it, and everyone comes off, and people are crying because of how well they've done, and they can't
0: believe it on how much they've actually achieved. There was the one girl. She was like the candlestick, and she was a something. something she, was she as well? She was. She was the fairy. Uh, good fairy She would as well. rush out. She would yeah. like, she'd be the candlestick. She'd rush out. She'd come back. She'd be the fairy mm-hmm. godmother again. And then she'd rush out and then she'd be the candlestick again. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> from immense from talent. From like. an 11 year old. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It really is. And let's and, talk about that. Let's talk about the, the talent you brought in because obviously, four months you got to plan this thing. Mm-hmm. You're bringing in people, I guess, that have never done this. I've read the, the website, those people mm-hmm. that's never done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like as an experience for you? Giving these people these opportunities? I think people coming in with no expectation and
1: people coming in just genuinely for the fun of it and just wanting to love something again. I think that's really important. And I think if you can bring that out of people, like God, I think every single cast member, including me had a breakdown at some point, (laughs) literally was just like, I can't do this. And for everybody, because it was my first time directing as well. I've never directed before. I've never written a show before. And like you say, when someone laughs at your joke, it's like, I did that, you know, but for everyone, they all had that feeling when they came off stage and Mm -hmm. for them being new to it all. They just, it's, it's even better. It's even more a sense of achievement because they have never done it before. And it's like, it it's it's amazing. It really is.
0: And um how how much did it take to get them to that point though, these the the lessons Some
1: people the... longer than others. Yeah. Um some people, you know, they you can always improve, you know. I even acting now, I've done it for seven years, I can still improve.
0: Leonardo DiCaprio when he won his yeah. Oscar like two years ago. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> you can you can always improve and you, you can know acting and singing and dancing like the back of your hand, but you can always improve on something. Yeah. You'll never look at your own performance and go, That was perfect. Because it it never is. And you always I think it's, something, no matter how well you know your lines, no matter how well you know the dance, or no matter how confident you might be, you can always do something better. And I, I think I agree with that
0: completely. I think it's um it's dangerous to be too cynical of yourself. I mean, I do I do a radio show every every week and I listen back, like I listen back just to listen for how I sounded, and mm-hmm. this week's show was, I was good. The equipment failed, so just, <laughs> it's, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at that and go, "Oh, you're terrible, Whiteley. You're never gonna do this. You're never gonna make it in this world." You know, I'm gonna be like, "Well, these things happen." Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's good to take notes and to and to learn. Um, what have you, What have you learned from this experience that you will take onto the next show? Um, any lessons? I think just
1: being. More organised <laughs> It's definitely, <laughs> definitely a big one, I think. The organisation was there, but having that longer time to prepare mm. is really,
0: really important because people don't realise that. Can how you much. find, though, if you've got like four or five things in your head, you kind of like, you forget what you've got to do. It kind, kind of paralyses you a little all bit. down. Like, mm. I could be in the middle of my work day
1: and I'll just literally write it down. As soon as I get a chance, I'll write it down. Oh, I'll that's good. Like, oh, what was that again? And I'll yeah. write, I've got scrap bits of paper everywhere. And it's all got my ideas on it, and then I'll go home type it into my laptop. Or I'm, I'm currently writing our next Panto already.
0: Okay, what what are you? Uh, we're doing Aladdin. Doing Aladdin? Oh yeah, we're doing Aladdin. Ooh. So uh, if you need a big guy to play the genie, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, this might, it, <laughs> my wife's uh, laughing because she knows <laughs> she knows it, That you know, that kind of roles to I think yeah, my the, yeah. the prison wrote um, a bad Santa role for me once. Nice. Bad Santa was just amazing. I'd, like, throw up stains down my T-shirt. <laughs> I had a bottle of whiskey. He's like, what do you want? Yeah. You know, because yeah, but that, but Aladdin's fun. Yeah, it is. It's
1: going to be... It's going What, to made, be you what made you choose that? Um, it's personal favourite. Yeah? I, I love Aladdin. I love the remake with Will Smith. I, mm-hmm. like, I like the original. Really? Yeah. That's controversial.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I liked it, but it wasn't... It was, no Robin Williams. I mean, that, no, those no, Robin no, Williams no. songs yeah. are just... that is It is different. Yeah. But I like it. I like, I like them both and
1: I love the storyline of Aladdin because there's so many little stories that go on mm. rather than Aladdin being a thief and falling in love with the princess. There's so many little things that go on, like the genie's trying to find himself. Mm. Um, the handmaiden is starting to fall for the genie as he's finding himself. So she's learning about him as he's learning about himself. You know, there's so many little, little tips and tricks about it and people, until you step back and have a look at it, you don't actually understand. You're like, actually got a point there you mm.
0: know yeah so I'd like to see like you know how they took um, Sherlock and they did it with Benedict Cumberbatch with mm-hmm. the modern era which by the way is amazing I love mm. that's one of the best shows I've ever made Um I'd love to do that see that with Aladdin <laughs> a yeah. modern day Aladdin in yeah. today's world that'd be pretty cool wouldn't it it would it would and yeah. there's so many this is what I love about theatre because
1: you can see the stage performance but understanding the stage performance is different you know it's there's so many things where you, you just don't pick up on it until mm. you take a step back and actually have a look at like why they're feeling that way and why that happened and you know the storylines one thing but understanding the
0: storyline yes you know it's yeah. different and sometimes you can absorb information without realizing you're actually understanding it i mean like one a good example was i don't know if you've ever watched it it's weird paul but Altered Carbon was this amazing series on Netflix and it's it's super complicated sci-fi and I was like what is going on why is he over there why is he talking to this but by the end of it you're like ah, mm-hmm. ah I understand it now I wasn't yeah. really understanding it at the time but yeah, yeah. Um,
1: that's what makes it so gripping mm. I think because um we're watching this thing at the moment
0: called Euphoria I don't know if you've seen it oh yeah with um uh, Dwight Schrute out of uh, the office is the uh, the uh, the comic book Oh, you have, uh, no. oh, you think about Euphoria, the Zendaya one. Yeah, Zendaya one, yeah, yeah. That's uh, there's the, no, that's, ah um, oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. I know the one you're on about now. So yeah.
1: we're watching that, and there's so many little stories in that. Yes. So like if she's an amazing seen, actress. Oh, she's incredible. She really, really is. is. Yeah. But if anyone's seen Euphoria, watch it. It's class. I, and it's something I looked at, and I was like, oh, I don't really know if I'm going to get into this. Um, And I was, I was lying there, and I felt myself like, It's actually quite good. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, I need to to carry on again. You know, I was watching, I was watching.
0: No, I need to carry on with my work. (laughs) I I think what gripped me about it the most is this is that young girl from Spider-Man talking about sex and drugs and stuff. And I'm like, what? That's it. It was just nuts, yeah. Yeah, it is. And there's so many little stories like
1: drug abuse, domestic violence. There's so many little things and you're like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, okay, it happens in real life, but then you understand how they feel mm. and what they actually go through on a day-to-day basis i guess
0: it must be really important to have empathy as, as someone's going to write a script because 100%. you've especially when it comes to writing comedy bits you've got to understand mm-hmm. what what's funny out there you know you've, what you've isn't got funny? to find a middle ground when yeah. when you're writing a script you know
1: there was innuendos in the panto that the kids wouldn't get but the adults mm. would but it still
0: makes sense to the kids you know, i like i like uh the widow Twanky, or whatever the, the, that character comes out and starts flirting with that particular guy, yeah. all right, Neil, yeah, or whatever his yeah, name yeah. was, you know, yeah. Yeah, as it goes. I love that. I love that singling someone out in a crowd. Um, one of my favourite examples of that was Ross Noble, uh, famous sort of Geordie comedian. It's strange, yeah. you know. There's a guy that was late for a show, and he'd organised for um, everybody when they when he sits down to start rubbing his head and patting his head. <laughs> so he sat down in his chair, and everybody starts patting his head. He's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> organized chaos I think nice. that's great it is it's brilliant and you can
1: have a laugh like like I say with Panto you, you can enjoy it and it's it's really cool like,
0: Um this is going to sound like an odd question it's really not though is it, is it how important is failure in this situation
1: so important people don't realise because if you don't fail you don't learn mm. I always I always say you don't learn until you fail because how are you going to know if it works if you don't fail a few times mm mm-hmm you know, and there's so many things like the set failing. I know I'm not going to do the set like that again next year because so if, if, I, if I did, I'd be
0: stupid, you mm. know,
1: because so it's just going to fail again.
0: Well, you know, you're in a very creative town. I'm pretty sure if uh, <laughs> the, the, the thousands and thousands of people that listen to The Biscuit Now, if there's somebody listening out there that is interested in making mm. you a set, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's somebody in Shrewsbury that would because that's what that's the kind of town it is. 100%, yeah, and all
1: hands on deck, you mm. know, if people want to come and help and they can offer their talents or they can offer just a bit of free time just to help with a few little bits whether it's making a prop or painting the set you know it all helps i couldn't have done it that set wouldn't
0: have been finished mm. if it weren't for the cast what if, what what impact do you think you had on the local community uh, with this then when it whether it not necessarily not necessarily giving them something to watch but the people that took part I think, again, just the sense of bringing everyone together. Yeah, I got that as well. I think everyone
1: who was involved felt like a family rather than just a cast of people putting a show together. Mm. We're still in contact now. We're currently organising a games night just for the cast to just take a step back and go, we did it, guys, you know? Because we haven't had that time, really. We had the panto, and then it was Christmas, then it was New Year, then everyone was back to work again, Mm. so... We haven't had that time just to wind down and go, you know, we actually did it and I'm so proud of everyone. Like, yeah, we had that little on stage, there's your gifts, you know, mm. I'm so proud of you all. Yeah, that but was nice It's It's much more than that and everyone involved can see that and I mean, I'll I'm- be there for absolutely anybody who was involved because they were there for me when I needed them, you know. I relied on that cast.
0: They oh, it's it's nice I, nice. I mean, like, I've taken this a break for a little bit because life is just absolutely nuts. And, and anybody, any of my prison family that's listening, um, understand this. You know, my my schedule is so nuts at the moment that I kind of feel like I'm treading water at the moment. So mm-hmm. to be doing stuff at the prison as well is just it's just mind blowing. But they are my family. They're my prison family. I've mm-hmm. worked with them for years. I know exactly what you feel. This is like a brotherhood, isn't it? it?
1: Yeah, it really is. It really is, and it's if even if you whether you create it or whether you don't, you're a part of it. And anyone who walks through the door to KG Theatre is part of the family, regardless on whether they stay for two months or whether they stay for twenty years. Mm. You know, anyone who walks through that door is part of the family. Yeah, and it is brilliant. It really is.
0: Where, does, where, where, where is this going for you then? Is this is? Are you happy with making something like this and staying here and developing it? Or? Absolutely.
1: Um, obviously, we're always looking to get bigger and better always looking to progress and make the shows better for people watching, people mm. involved, you know, it's always looking to get better because I think if you just settle for something, then it will never take off mm. as well. If you take a step back and analyse what you could have done better, what works, what you're going to keep, what you're going to change, how you going to change it, how you going to, you know, write the next show or how you going to choreograph the next dance, you know, you've got to, you've got to, set the bar high because if you don't you're just going to settle in the middle yeah um reach for the stars absolutely <laughs> you gotta so do we're just opening our classes again um so we had our we had our panto classes where people would just come in um and just do panto work but we're doing the classes starting next sunday not this one coming following sunday so uh 6th of february okay be. and you, you're looking for people to come and take part yeah so, yeah so we've got acting classes and singing classes both on a sunday evening um age age range wise uh, 11 plus plus. 11 plus plus. 11
0: to 100 and i saw that i, I like yeah. that it was 11 to 99 what if mm. you're 100 what if you're 100 it's hard luck sorry Bert. you're gonna have to go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep telling you man if someone was 100 and they come through the door and
1: they wanted to take part I think I, I think I'd
0: let them in. I think they need to get insurance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, yeah, that, that's that's great that you're so inclusive like that. And um, yeah, so if you're listening to the to, to the biscuit now and you want to get involved, how how did it get involved? And in, is there any sort of prices involved? I mean, what's, what's it's literally for a class? It's five quid. Yeah, five
1: quid for a class. So you get your first one free. So your first class is free. So you can figure out if you like it. If you don't, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you do,
0: brilliant and join the team and these are valuable skills Uh, I I, I always say this um, whether you're a podcaster whether you're an actor or a singer or whether you're a gamer or something like that if you can learn to to project yourself in front of an audience Mm -hmm. no matter what audience it is it's a super valuable lesson so when when I I say to people like that five pound is worth every single penny and it goes towards a cause that that will at the end of the year will create this uh, really nice production for people that's it
1: and you know we're 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 a bit different because with k g theater yeah, you pay for the classes like you know you would a normal acting class, but you get much more out of it because you've got that family you know you've got you've got you've just you got such a support network around you where you like man, I love it, you know I love every minute of it and there's not a moment where I just want to go. You know what? Pfft, forget it, because I know what people are getting out of it, and it it's, it
0: really is it's incredible. It really helps when you've been there and you've done it. You know, mm. you you've you started a you know, nineteen theater company. Yeah, I mean, even if you start off as a tree, I mean, like, yeah. people <laughs> no, see no, that people I'm do. a tree, like you know. Yeah. Um But even if you do that, you get that experience of being it's part of the family. Yeah. When I first started the prison, I was a zombie. I was like, uh, you know, and I love that. And I got to know people, and I got to, I got to play around, and be silly, and you know, and try out different things, and audition for different roles. And because you get braver and braver mm-hmm. the more you do it, you can either do what you did, Prince Charming, <laughs> jump into mm-hmm. that lagoon, mm-hmm. or you can t- test the toe of your water and get in gradually. Exactly. I mean, and e- either way, you get. They're pretty much the same end product. Oh, by the way, I am not comparing my, what I do to. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I've spoke to some amazing like directors and actors, all from all around the world, from all walks of life. Billy West, for example, you know, I am like, oh, the stuff I do at the prison is just so important. What were you <laughs> saying again? Like, like, but no, it's it's all relevant. It really is. It is, mm. and you, like I said, you get the same sort of end product out of it anyway.
1: Mm. So it doesn't matter whether you are a tree or whether you are Prince Charming. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. You you are part of that family. And I'd yeah, be happy with you, a tree. If you yeah.
0: if you cast me as a tree, I'd be very happy. Be a tree.
1: Yeah, you can be the cave of wonders if you like in Aladdin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's a <roll> here. <laughs> oh,
0: there's an innuendo. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> enter my cave. Let's not do that. <laughs> nice. No, no. Um, I, I love what you're doing, and like like I said, it wasn't it um, production value. As a, as a money amount doesn't mean anything to me if you are gripping people if you're yeah. out there and you're throwing a stone in the water mm-hmm. let's see where this goes i think it was nice for everyone watching to see
1: that amateur performance even though we're a professional company mm. we put on an amateur performance because there wasn't that funding mm. you know there wasn't anything behind it to make it professional to give it that professional anything but passion yeah exactly and <laughs> anything but passion you know i've there's, there's things that I've done in the past, started off doing like little amateur dramatic performances and then building up and eventually going on tour. And, you know, when you when you're out on tour, it's 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 incredible. You know, the stages are huge and you've got thousands of people watching you each night and it's like, whoa. so is that what you want to try and get from this is get a touring? I think theater group? if <laughs> I think eventually, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if it can take off and see the stars then brilliant. You know, there's no reason why we can't play the Birmingham Hippodrome. You know, there's no reason why we can't play the London Palladium because it's it's in there. Mm. And I think if you feel that as a cast, you know, you've got, it's
0: incredible. You've got to have these, and this isn't going to sound terrible again, you've got to have these ridiculous dreams mm. and these goals that just seem like I've had these ideas before where I've mm-hmm. gone Ugh, and i yeah. spat them out and they've mm-hmm. happened. They've just mm-hmm. happened, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you've got to keep doing it. you, yeah, you, and, you have. Um, to anybody that's listening to this and I'm weren't aware of what KG Theatre were doing at Sundown, or um, you're hearing about this for the first time, please, please check them out. Uh, you've got a website, haven't you? KG yet? KG theater. yeah. Um, And Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, please check them out. And, um, you know, if you've got a young one, uh, like it's uh, from 11 onwards. Yeah. Or even if you're feeling like you definitely want to dip your toe into a bit of acting, yeah, get in touch. It.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. We welcome people from all walks of life, all genders, all shapes and sizes. It doesn't matter. You know, you're part
0: of the family as soon as you walk through the door. So, come in, come and try it. Is there anything um, apart? Because you say you, you surprisingly wrote a panto, you know. And is there anything you want to do instead of pantos? Is there something any ideas you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. Definitely getting a couple of musicals in because
1: musicals is where I feel comfortable. Yeah. Um that musical theatre vibe is just it's incredible it really is but you've got you've got to build yourself up slowly because if you go right I'm going to put on I don't know Wicked for instance or Lame Is one of the big name ones Mm -hmm. you're like whoa people have already got that expectation on what Lame Is is on what Wicked is you know you've got to start small by doing like an old one like maybe Oliver or Annie or something like that because they've they've got the expectation, but Bill Sykes, yeah, do that. But they, they, you can you can attack it from any angle. Yeah, of course. As where if you put on a show like Lame is, it's got to be to a T. As where there's no reason why we
0: can't do it, but it's little little steps. But the, the, it's it's a classic, isn't it? It's mm. literally a classic. And again, Oliver is one of those you can have mm-hmm. a bit of fun with if mm. you really wanted to, yeah. you know. Um, What I was going to say, I was going to say, one of the things with me is, personally, and it's the same with a lot of guys, I think, musicals lead them into a sense of vulnerability, I Mm. guess, when you listen to them. Like, oh my God, this is making me feel so emotional, right? And I've been doing a lot of talk with men and their emotions and how actually Mm. it's really important to get them across. And so you start being a bit more open-minded. And I feel like um, with the greatest show of the... One of the greatest... Musicals of all time, by the way, guys, is the South Park movie. <laughs> it's, obviously, it's a rude one, but as a musical, it's amazing. But like um, the Greatest Showman for me, I was like, oh, let's put this on. It's got Wolverine in it, yeah. And we sat and watched it as a phone, uh, and like, from that moment, oh, I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> and yeah. it gripped me. And from that moment on, I've been watching as a family. We've been watching music. I just watched Tick Tick Boom with hey. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, very, amazing. Very I loved it. It nice. was just so fun and so open and so free. And I was just like. It's really done something to me.
1: It is. It is good. Positive. When you see, like, you've got Wolverine in The Great Showman. People look at Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Against Zendaya, you know. Boom, yeah. And you're like, whoa, you know. But there's loads of avenues. And I think when you take that plunge into theatre, don't be somebody you're not. I think it's very, very important to remember who you are and where you came from. Because for me, I pretty much came
0: from nothing and nobody likes a prima donna okay no, exactly and, and i'll say that as a pretty yeah. big prima donna <laughs> yeah, <guys>. <laughs> <laughs> but um but no it's it's
1: important and don't try and be the don't have don't try and have the same voice as indina menzel yeah don't try and have hugh jackman's voice you know find yours and that's that's what we focus on in our singing classes and that's what we will be focusing on for you know as long as the singing classes are are on, you know, because it's so important to not try and sing it like somebody else. It's important to sing. It took me three years to find my voice Mm. because I was always trying to mimic everyone singing that song. So, like, I'd sing an Ed Sheeran song and I'd try and sound like Ed Sheeran Mm. or sing a musical theatre song and I'd try and be like the person who sung that. And you're like, you're never going to find your voice if you're doing that because I think your voice is... Just unique to you in it. Yeah, and like,
0: of course. Not everybody yeah. sounds like uh, Newton Faulkner. I'm sorry.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> you know, and don't we wish we all could? <laughs> it's, it's one of them, you know, people with that raspy voice, they've got the rasp. Mm. People with the power, they've got the vocal range. You know, people with a huge range don't necessarily need power.
0: You know, they I love someone that's got good range, that yeah. can do anything. I mean, mm. I played a bit of Stone Sour on the radio last night, which is Corey Taylor, and my wife was listening to it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a lead singer from Slipknot. And she was like, no, <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense to me. My head's just, if you can do something different every single mm. time, I mean, that's, that's more valuable than someone that can go out there and sing like Evanescence it or really sing is. like Beyonce. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, you do see a lot of, there is a lot at the moment of this um, kardashian Fake eyelashes, girls with dark hair, really just overly concerned about their mm-hmm. image at the moment, which is quite startling, to be honest, because you don't need to do that, girls. You really don't need to no. do that. There's a lot of natural beauty out there that you're hiding from doing that. 100%. <laughs> I don't know do why not, I went down that avenue. but Could
1: not agree more. Mm. And it's exactly the same in theatre. Mm-hmm. You're bringing that in. Don't lose yourself, because that's so important. There's three things. Don't lose yourself, because it's, it's so important not to... Yeah, that if you do, it's hard to come back from. Mm. And I think the moment you lose yourself and you try and be somebody that you're not is when the problems start to come in. And like you say, we're seeing it with the girls at the moment with the fake eyelashes and the lip fillers. Yeah, do it for you. Don't do it for anyone else. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, I've got to ask you a question that's going to sound like an attack. And bearing in mind, um, I'm I'm kind of acting myself. I'm not... Is there still a stigma about guys in theatre? About whether it's a camp thing to do or whether it's a. do you, uh, the, the Billy Elliot effect, there we go. That's the best way of putting I
1: think, it.
0: I think they always will
1: be. Yeah. But it's if you care about it. I could not care less.
0: I'm people sure Tom think, Holland is like absolutely I mean. crying. It's <laughs> like, yeah, That's what I mean. At the end of the
1: day, you're going to be the person with the last laugh. Yeah. Because you're going to get more out of it than the people who are criticizing you calling you horrible things you know that's what put me off theater for so long yeah. and that's why i didn't start till i was 19 i didn't do it in school or anything and i always I always knew i enjoyed it yeah. and i was just like uh, you know how do i get into it and then i got into it with a friend from school and it was his mom's dance dance academy yeah so i went there and i was like i walked in and i was like are people gonna laugh at me you know what? What's everyone else going to think? And then I took a step back and I was like, actually, I don't care. I want to do this for me, and that's that's all it is to do it for yourself. It really is
0: lesson. I mean, give yourself the license to go out there and 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 really just express yourself in mm. in the most powerful ways you can. Um, yeah, that that's that, that sort of stigma. Don't let it bother you i mean like i lived in the era of the 90s where you did something like that and there's a certain name you get called and i hated that so much because it was for everything even things that were just normal Mm. and and i really hated that i lived in that era because i feel like it probably suppressed a lot of what i'm trying to do now Mm -hmm. as as i guess i'm a performer in some some senses Mm -hmm. but if if i'd have started when i was a bit younger and i felt like i had the license to do that i feel mm. like i got robbed of that you know mm. seriously genuinely so it's exactly
1: that- the same with me and this is why it's this is why i do start right from back when you're 11 because at 11 you can start understanding like what it means and when you get that transition into secondary school yes you're going to overcome a lot of issues anyway because that's what secondary school is you know yes it's valuable to be in secondary school but people have opinions and school's the most opinionated place to be because you're trying trying to be everyone's friend or you're trying to impress your teachers loads and just find you and i think that's so so important to just be yourself go out there and just smash it
0: especially if you've got a crew like what you've got mm. because even if like the, the world is gray we're everywhere else outside that at least you mm-hmm. can come to your fellow actors your fellow crew members or whatever your cast members should i say and you can be part of the family again and suddenly it's is a bit more colourful and you can yeah. do what you need to do. Mm. It's, a, it's a really nice place to be. It's just a safe place. Mm. Um, well, Carl, do you know what? This has been a really refreshing chat. I mean, I always expect podcasts to sort of like kick the, the way I've been doing these over the years. I've noticed about sort of 15 minutes in, it sort of kicks into its mm. second gear. Like, but from the get-go, we've just, we just hammered at it, which is I great. Agree. And I've really enjoyed it. Um, so I'd love to like when you guys are doing Aladdin. Yeah. If we can help you with a promo, come back on, bring Represent. some cast members. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we can have a sing. I Definitely. Sounds good. Maybe some of the rehearsals, we can bring some cameras and stuff. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. we even classes and anything. But what do you guys think on Instagram? Yeah, what do you guys reckon? What do you reckon? <laughs> we could be shove a camera in your face where you're yeah. doing cartwheels up and down the sports hall. If it's not in your face, it's in mine, and I'm fine with that, yeah. so you should be. <laughs> thank you so much for coming no, on the show. No, thank you. No, it's been it. great. It's been great. Um, guys, I want to give you the opportunity to follow our website as well. Um, all of our content is available there. You can press play directly off the website, or you can listen on, on Spotify, which is getting a lot of st- stick at the moment. Spotify. Um, <laughs> or whatever podcast app you can you can play um podcast app whichever your favorite is or you can use um your home devices as well i won't say it alexa i can say that one or the other ones Uh, but our website is the shoes for biscuit podcast.co.uk and that's powered by our good friends at web orchard if you need a website make sure you check them out they make an amazing website it'll look just as good as ours, if not better. Definitely look better because I'm in control. <laughs> I'm like, this will go here. It'll be I'll fine. You, yeah. I'm in control of mine too. I, I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you know, when you look at someone's website, you're like, you're looking into a slice of their soul a yeah. little bit. You're kind of like, oh, this guy's really messy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> His bedroom's definitely a mess. That's what you thought about me, guys. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. No, no, no. Um, right, guys, thank you so much again. No, thank and, um, you. And listeners, pleasure. we'll catch you guys next time. Brilliant. Cheers, guys.